weekend in the middle of nowhere. Someplace even her cell phone range didn't dare venture, apparently, she realized as she checked her phone out of habit. Dropping her phone back into her purse, Emma wandered over to her brother's SUV. After a three-hour drive to the remote campsite and an hour and a half trying to pitch a tent, she was famished. However, after opening the lid to the cooler, she realized that the hot dogs inside were not currently in an edible condition. Oh, great, she thought. I don't suppose this campsite comes equipped with an electric oven, she called playfully to her brother. Adam rolled his eyes and looked to find the site's fire pit. Tell you what, Julie and I will go round up some sticks and wood for a fire, and you just hang out and take it easy for a few minutes, he proposed. Besides, I could use a little alone time with my girlfriend, if you know what I mean. Adam winked at Emma to emphasize his meaning, grasped Julie's hand in his own, and the two headed off beyond the clearing and into the trees beyond. Chapter 2. Meeting Temptation Emma couldn't remember the last time she had absolutely nothing she had to do. It was such a foreign feeling that within minutes, she felt like she was going stir-crazy. Her life didn't usually provide opportunity for leisure. She was a third-year resident surgeon at New York Presbyterian Hospital in Manhattan, and what little time she didn't spend at the hospital, she spent engaged in a charity outreach program with the hospital. She had been longing for more downtime lately, but now that she found herself with nothing to do, she realized that she didn't care for it much. She looked around for something to keep her preoccupied, a distraction from her inactivity, and found it in the trunk of Adam's vehicle. She popped the trunk, heaved her luggage out, and rolled it over to her tent. She could at least get herself settled while her brother and his girlfriend were out having a little fun, since this was going to be her makeshift home for the next two days. After struggling to get her luggage inside the tent, she returned to the car for the extra blankets and pillows Adam had tossed on the back seat knowing Emma wouldn't know to pack these essentials. As she turned to make her way back to her tent, a noise in the distance caught her attention. At first, she assumed the sound of crunching leaves and twigs must have been Adam and Julie returning to camp. But when she didn't see them appear in the clearing, she was instantly apprehensive. She strained to listen, to determine the precise location of the sound, but her find-people-in-the-wilderness skills must have been lacking. She could locate the general direction, but no matter how she tried, she could not find the source. It was clear by now that the sounds were indeed some sort of footsteps, but the gate did not sound human. And that thought scared her even more. Emma had no idea what sort of wildlife occupied this wooded area. Wolves? Coyote? Bears? Bigfoot? As the noise got closer, her mind conjured images of every wilderness-based horror movie she'd ever seen, and she began to long for the safety of her cozy Manhattan apartment. And then she saw something. In fact, she saw two somethings. She couldn't decipher exactly what they were. 
shrouded by the trees and the brush of the forest. But whatever the figures were, they were huge. And, for a brief second, she saw the eyes of one of the figures. They stared at her. And then just as quickly as she had seen the two figures watching her in the distance, they were gone. Emma was so shaken by the experience that she locked herself in Adam's car and waited for his return. And then she worried for her brother. What if the huge creatures found her brother and Julie? She couldn't just sit there, useless, waiting to see if they did in fact return. As scared as she was, it just wasn't in Emma to stay there, safe in the car, while some horrible harm could come to someone she loved. She unlocked the car and shoved herself out without another thought. She was on her feet and running in the direction she had seen Adam and Julie head earlier.